All right, good. Okay, just gonna wait here a little bit, get some people coming on. 10 o'clock, my time, amen. Good morning, Apostle David, thank you very much. And uh, we're just gonna wait, wait about 30 seconds before I start the teaching. And uh, it's a good morning. It's a good morning. It's always a good morning. I did a teaching this morning for some brothers and sisters in Pakistan. Uh, my time, it was 8 a.m. It was their time, 6 p.m. On, uh, on WhatsApp. And um, it's not the first time that I do some teachings for some brothers and sisters in Pakistan. And um, we're going to be doing some more. So I got my, uh, I got my, my Boeing, my Boeing Dreamliner 787, beautiful jet, beautiful. I flew back from uh, Poland in one of these, uh, on my way back from uh, Africa. So I drink uh, ginseng and ginger tea, good for you, very good for you. Oh, yes. And there they go. When they call, that means they're not watching. Okay, watching. All right, let's start. Let's get started. So, zoe. Zoe, the, uh, the Greek word, key Greek word, not a power word, really. Just a, a Greek word. A great Greek word. Apostle David brought it up to me. And I said, okay, let's do it. Because I'm very familiar with the word. I've done some teachings on it. I've done some uh, research on it years ago. And uh, let's let's go into uh, Thayer's. Joseph Thayer's Greek-English lexicon of the New Testament. See what he's got to say about this word zoe. He's got a, he's got a good uh, definition here. He says here, overall the definition is life. All right, life, but also the state of one, of one, who is possessed of vitality. So basically God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, human beings, all right? So it's, a, it's basically a general word. Oh, 22 people, wow, 22, man, that's great, that's great. So this word zoe is used in all kinds of ways in the New Testament. And as I say all the time, I'm, uh, I always repeat myself a little bit because sometimes we have new viewers. And um, it's called the law of repetition. But we're looking at this word zoe in context with new creation realities. All right? New creation realities. The realities of this new creation that God birthed upon the earth through the first to be born of that new creation, which is Jesus Christ. That's what it says in Colossians. He's the first to be born, firstborn, all right, in his humanity, not in his deity. <laughs> no, in his humanity, the incarnation, all right? And anybody who comes in union with Jesus in Christ, 
through the new birth, the new nature, you become a new creation. That's what Paul says. You become a new creation in Christ. All things are past. All things become new. New. Yeah. It's called newness of life. And that's what we're going to look at this morning. So let's go back to Romans. Let's go back to Romans. The epistle to Romans. We finished off with Romans yesterday. Romans 5.17. That's a great verse. A couple little things I should have added, but anyhow. Uh, Romans 6.4. Romans. The epistle Romans. Romans. Romans 6. Romans 6. Chapter 6, verse 4. Romans 6. This is a great verse. I think it is. <laughs> I think it's the right one. Romans 6, 4. All right. It says here, We were buried, therefore, with him by the baptism unto death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we might, too, habitually live and behave in newness of life. Zoe, newness of Zoe. So, I've already touched on this. You know, he was crucified, we're crucified. He died, we died. He went into hell, we went into hell. He rose, we rose. He ascended, we ascended. And he sat down, we sat down with him. All with and in him. He did it all for us. All right, so this place of being seated at the right hand of God is a place of victory. All right, it's a place of victory. All right, so here Paul is talking about newness of Zoe. Newness of Zoe. So this word newness, I don't want to get too much into that, but this word newness, it comes from the word new. Right? And that's what I said. New creation. Realities. The realities of this new creation. Wow. You know, there's a new creation upon this earth. Yeah. Compared to the old creation. That's what we have to understand. I believe that's, there's a great misunderstanding. Let me lower this a little bit. Let me lower this a little bit. We have to understand that there's an old creation and that there's a new creation. So the minute you're born of the Spirit, born of God, born anew, born from above, born again, boy, oh boy, born of incorruptible seed, born with a divine nature, you're part of this new creation. Meaning you're no longer part of the old creation. All right? So this new creation... Because of this new Adam, right? New Adam, new creation, right? God started the creation with the first Adam. So he started the new creation with another Adam, a new Adam, a second Adam. Bible talks about the second man, second Adam, last Adam, last man, all right? So once you're in union with him, well, guess what? Whatever belongs to that second Adam belongs to you and me. It belongs to you and me. His life, Zoe, his life, the life of the second Adam, belongs to you and me. 
Right, well, we're going to look at that later on in Colossians. Colossians 3, 3 and 4. So I'm jumping ahead a little bit because I love this term newness of life. Most Christians don't live in this newness of life. They don't. They're still living in the oldness of life. And I understand why. I really do. Because they still have old thinking. I mean, I heard this years ago from a preacher. I don't want to mention their name because I don't really follow that preacher, but they mentioned stinking thinking. You know, we've got old thinking. And Paul says we need to renew our minds, right? Don't be conformed to this world, he says in Romans 12. Don't be conformed to this world. What world? The world of the first Adam. Stop conforming to it. It's a present it's a negative imperative, imperative negative. Stop it. That's what Paul was saying to the believers in Rome. Stop conforming to this world. And how do you do that? Start renewing your mind. All right? So, we got to move on here. That was a good little exhortation right there. Let's move on to Romans 8.2. We're still in Romans. We're going to just finish off Romans today. Because I got tons of work. I got a lot of work and I got lots of praying to do. Because I'm coming out to Pakistan. I'm coming out to Uganda. I'm coming out. The Lord told me the nations will open up to you because of my healing power. All right? So I got to get ready for that. All right? So Romans. Stay in Romans. Chapter 8. <laughs> chapter 8. Just two chapters over. Chapter 8. Verse 2, chapter 8, verse 2. Oh, this is a great verse. This is awesome. This is awesome. All right? For the law of the spirit of life. Wow. The spirit of Zoe, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being, amplified. I believe the Amplified is right here. He's not talking about the Holy Spirit here. It should be a small s in the Greek. But anyway, I don't want to get too much into that. The law of our new being has freed me from the law of sin and death. So he's really talking about two different natures here. The old nature, the old nature, and the new nature. So the law of sin and death, that the sin, that's the sin, that's a death, sin and death nature. That's the old man. All right. And this law of the spirit of life, basically it's the new nature who happens to haven't been because of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who caused our old nature to become new. He recreated it because he's, he's God act. He's God's empowering presence upon this earth. God does everything by the Spirit. His Spirit. Go back to Genesis. In the beginning, God created. Well, it says right there that the, the Spirit, the Spirit of God. So He's the creator. He's the actual creative presence of God. And He's the one who recreated us in God's image. Our spirit. Not our soul, our spirit. All right? So this new nature... In Christ, in my union with Christ, new creation realities, has freed me from the old nature. 
all right? So has freed me from this old life, all right? That's what it says. We just looked at newness of life versus what? Oldness of life, all right? Old things are past. All things have become new. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we're a new creation, right? So we got to renew our minds. We have to renew our mind. We got no choice but to renew our minds, all right? Regarding who we are, what we are, what belongs to us in Jesus. We have to. You got to start speaking it. You got to start sowing it, meditating it. All right? All right. One more. One more. I know you want me to go more, but I can't go more. One more. Verse 6. Verse 6. 8, 6. 8, 6. Still in chapter 8. Verse Romans 8. Romans 8. Verse 6, verse 6, verse 6. So it says here, Now the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit, is death, death that comprises all the miseries arising from sin. That's the Amplified. Both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Spirit is life. Life. And Peace now and forevermore. So, let me finish with this, all right? I know they're short, but I got no choice, unless I make them longer and I skip tomorrow. Jesus, by the Spirit, Jesus was sent by God. God the Word became flesh, became Jesus, to bring this new life upon this earth by the Spirit. Jesus did everything by the Spirit. Acts 10, uh, Acts 10 38. Uh, God had anointed with Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, right? Going around doing good and healing all those who are oppressed of the devil, for God was with them. So Jesus did everything by the Spirit. All right? So there's Conrad, my brother Conrad from Eldoret. Eldoret, Kenya. So, this life that has been imparted into our spirit, it's the same life that we see in the four Gospels. It's the same life. It's the same life. All right? So, what we see in the four Gospels, what we see in the four Gospels, a lot of it is for today. It is for today, all right? A lot of people don't believe in that. Well, don't listen to them. Don't listen to those that say that Jesus doesn't want to multiply himself, doesn't want to reproduce himself. No, he wants to reproduce himself because in Romans, uh, I think it's Romans 8, 14, well, uh, Romans 8, 29, it says here, let's just go to Romans 8, 29, and then I'll, I'll shut it down for now. For those who he foreknew, um, he destined from the beginning to be molded into the image of his son, Jesus, and share inwardly his likeness, that he, God, might become, or Jesus might become the firstborn among many brethren. So, when we see the life of Jesus, all right, when we see the life of Jesus, 
in the four Gospels. Jesus, God, but Jesus, by the Spirit, he wants to reproduce that life. He wants to reproduce that life. All right? So it began in our spirit, and now that life has to be transferred over into our soul. That's what a lot of people don't understand. The soul. The soul of the believer. Most believers are still living in an unrenewed mind. And if you have not renewed your mind to what the Word says, who you are and what you are in Christ, your mind is going to work against you. Stop blaming God. Stop blaming the devil. Now, the devil's a problem. Your, 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 your carnal Christian friends may be a problem, but the real problem is you. It's your mind. It's your unrenewed mind. So the more you renew your mind to who you are in Christ, what you are in Christ, this newness of life that belongs to us, you're going to start walking in it. God's going to see to it. God's waiting. God is waiting on us. A lot of people are waiting on God. Boy, they're going to wait a long time. God is waiting on us to believe what he believes regarding Jesus, what he's done for us at the cross. That's what he's waiting for. And once you start coming in agreement with that, once you start believing that, you watch out. The devil never, he's still, he's still going to bother you. He's going to try because he did with Jesus. All right. But I'll tell you, those days, those days of defeat, they're going to be over. All right. Don't listen to people that say that God wants us to, to go around and be, become martyrs. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not negating that. I mean, there are, there are martyrs. There is a place for martyrdom. There's a place for persecution. But I'll tell you, there's a place for victory. There's a place for victory. All right. God wants us to walk in victory. All right. Even in the midst of persecution. Look at Jesus. They tried to kill him. They tried to kill him. They tried to throw him over the cliff and all. He walked right through them. Yeah. By the Spirit. He was walking by faith, not by sight. All these different things. All right. So anyhow, listen, I got to go. I got to go. And um, so you guys can watch the live stream over again. It's always there. I don't delete it. It's there to watch over again. So I'm always at the same time. I'm always at the same time. I always start at 10 a.m. my time. My time, 10 a.m. Southern Ontario, Canada. Oshawa, Southern Ontario, Canada. All right? So I always try to make it at the same, same time. So Conrad, thank you. Powerful. It is powerful. Yeah, I didn't write this book. God wrote this book. God wrote this book. All right? So it, and it has not changed in all these years. So it's time we get into the book. So that the book can get inside of us. All right? Regarding these great truths. Regarding these great truths. All right? So I got to go. I have to go. And as I finish my videos now, I change my approach a little bit. I encourage you, I encourage you to learn. That's what I'm doing. I'm teaching you guys. Learn, learn.
Learn. You need to learn what it takes to walk in the grace of God. Okay? As well as in the faith of God, because it's your faith, your believing, that will give access to the grace of God. And that's what we're talking about. This newness of life is based upon His grace. We didn't deserve it. No, no. We deserve hell. All right? We deserve hell. All right? But Jesus, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, great mercy. Man, they said, you know what? We're going to start a new race. We're going to get him. I'm going to get him back again. I'm going to get him back. All right? Okay, so I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Watch the video again. Watch the live stream again. And most probably, <coughs> we will see you tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow, okay? I got work to do tomorrow. I got a lot of work to do outside. It's getting cold here in Canada. I got some work, but uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be back at 10 o'clock tomorrow, at uh, 10 a.m. my time, all right? So I got to go, and thank you so much. Shalom, and uh, peace be upon you all, all right?